Beat on Audio, the podcast for writers and all who are interested in books, literature and the printed word. Write on Audio has moved to a weekly format, splitting our content into shorter themed podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so you don't miss any of our editions. Write on Audio writing tips. Inspiring your writing by sharing tips from prominent authors. Our writing tips for February are from historical fiction and romance author Jean Fullerton. Known as the Queen of the East End Saga, Jean's novels reflect life in the East End through the years, including the ration book series set during the Second World War. Jean's own life in East London is described in her memoir, A Child of the East End. Here's Jean with her advice for writers. Good morning, everybody. Let me introduce myself first of all. My name is Jean Fullerton. I am the author of 21 books, all set in East London, and I'm also a writing workshop leader and conference speaker. I'm delighted to speak to you today for Write On, on their Writing Tips podcast. Let me start by saying that actually writing a book is a hard job. If it were easy, everybody would do it. So remember that as you're struggling through each paragraph and each phrase. But your job is to grab the reader on the first page and keep them captured by the story until the very last word. And to do this, you have to build believable worlds and characters. So my talk today is is about something that can make or break your book, character motivation. To make sure that your book holds together and is a story that becomes a page-turning novel, the plot and the characters have to work together. They are interdependent on each other. In a sense, plot is driven by the characters, and the characters are the people that actually develop the plot themselves. Um, You can have a fabulous plot, but it falls flat on its face unless you develop your characters to deliver it believably. To do this, you have to constantly ask yourself, why would the character do that? Why would a human being like you or me in that situation either think what your character is thinking or act in a certain way? The character has got to be believable in that respect. Why would they think that? Why would they assume that? Why would the heroine assume that the hero is thinking that? Why would the villain assume that if he did this, everybody would be quite happy with it. In the real world, would this really happen if it is the real situation and you're trying to create a real situation in your reader's head so that they believe they're in this story as well? The readers actually are the unseen character in every story. They have to feel as if they're one of the characters living through the plot and the situation that you've put your fictional characters into. So you have to constantly be checking, why would they do that? How would they know that? I mean, in the real world, would they really know things? Would a a newly qualified, say, nurse understand the intricacies of brain surgery? She might understand what a brain is, she might understand its function, but she wouldn't necessarily understand all the intricacies that, say, a a brain surgeon would do. So you've got to ask yourself, if you're going to give them dialogue to to carry your plot forward, and dialogue is one of the best ways to carry a plot forward and to give your characters something to to pass information to your readers without just telling them in a great big set of prose. So you've got to know, how would they know that? And and would they, and, and if it's 
happened off stage from where they are. So if you've got one scene where they're in, how would they know that something has happened in another place in your story? So you've got to always be checking that. There are workarounds. Of course, you can have sundry characters. You can have secondary characters filling information in dialogue or actually just taking a scene out from your main characters and making it from the point of view of a minor character, which then can explain what's going on later on in the story. But be careful. You can't keep doing this or you'll, you'll find yourself lost with all these little characters. And, of course, people then say to me quite often, oh, uh, but this character took over. And actually, my argument to that is, no, it didn't. It actually, you're writing the book. So at the end of the day, you're in charge of all the characters. There are workarounds by doing it that way. But the one thing that you have to be aware of quite often in a story, and again, as a, an experienced critique reader that has actually critiqued hundreds of books, hundreds of new writers, people who want to get published, unpublished authors, is, is actually trying to make a coincidence. People just happen to be in the same street. They just happen to get this, this particular piece of information. Now, I think you could get away with that once in a book. Coincidences do happen. We are, we've all stood on a station platform and met somebody we didn't expect to see. That's fair enough. Once in a book, you can get away with. But if constantly your plot relies on, on coincidences, people just happening to be in the right place at the right time, and somebody happening to tell them a piece of information that's vital to the plot, then I think it starts to, again, look unrealistic. So whenever you're going through, when you've done your first draft, and I mean, I don't know how far you are in your writing career, but no book is written, it's always rewritten. Um, so when you finish your first draft and you go back, you must constantly ask, ask yourself those questions and ask that of your characters. How do they know this? I, I do it myself. And I will say it does drive you mad in the end because you're constantly trying to think of things that are loopholes that the plot could fall down. But it's worth it in the end because actually if you, if you tighten up all the motivation of your characters, they will be able to carry the story um, successfully and as in a page-turning manner right the way through to the end. So I'm just going to leave it there because it's just a quick broadcast from me. It's been lovely to uh, to be able to come along and share that with you. And uh, I wish you all the best and all the luck in your writing. Thank you. Thank you to Jean Fullerton for these valuable writing tips. We hope listeners will find them useful and inspirational in their own work. We're always delighted to read your contributions. So if you'd like to see your words in Write On or hear them on this podcast, please get in touch. We'll share this link and all others mentioned in today's podcast as part of our show notes. I've been Tiffany Clare and you've been listening to Write On Audio. Write On Audio is produced by Chris Gregory and it's an alternative stories production for pen to print. 